everybody and welcome to Game Devs Quest, your once weekly podcast following uh, two Game Dev Scrubs on their way to um, more than that. If we can do it, you can too. I'm Rhett. I'm Taylor. And today we're joined with a special friend, at least uh, at least briefly, um, our good friend, Kurt Burning. Say hello. Hey, Game Devs Quest audience. Happy to be here. Hey, <laughs> thank you for coming. Uh, anybody who has been listening to our show for a while is fully aware that me and Taylor have been... Uh, diving in and, and working on a book club podcast and we got the rare treat of having Kurt who is the other um actually he is the mind behind the book club podcast Whoa. yeah <laughs> and he flew all the way from Washington DC to small town Oregon to be able to sit with us for a few minutes and talk about yearly goals and and that sort of thing so um this episode is very special because a it's the last episode we're recording for the year, and B, it's going to be the first episode airing in the new year. It's going Woo. to air exactly on New Year's Day. And um, we're all here together, which is rare. Right, Have yeah. We, we've done, like, two ep- two episodes, I think. Face to face. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's kind of a fun, unique thing. And, unfortunately, we're a little short on time, so I think we're just going to jump right in and talk about, like I said, goals and that sort of thing. Um now, just to kick it off, one thing I do every year, and I talk about this all the time on the podcast, every year I create a list of 100 things that I want to accomplish for the next year. Whoa. I never do them all. Hardly ever. I'm Sometimes I'm lucky if I get more than 20 done. Um, but, and sometimes I recycle some that I'm really passionate about. But it's fun to be able to set such a broad string of things and they're very specific right like last year i think i had a goal when it became clear that bailey was okay going to japan i said travel to japan (laughs) right um this year i think i put some things that i know for sure i'm doing as a goal going to boston but i also put i want to go to new york i want to go to dc Mm. i want to go to spain i want to go to italy so all those are like separate things right there not just travel more right yeah um you know, I, I put that I wanted to write a novel. I put that I wanted to um, read specific books. Whereas last year I had, I wanted to read one book a month at least. And I wanted eight of which to be nonfiction. Um, and we were just talking. I'm not sure if I met those goals yet. Um, I'll have to take a closer look. But easily by far, thanks to you two, yeah. um, the most nonfiction I've ever read in a year. <laughs> Same here. Because my one of my goals, which I didn't, meet was I wanted to read 25 nonfiction books last year, which I started actually really strong. I was reading a a book every two weeks and like, but this was before game devs quest. So I was like crushing it. Like most, instead of doing game dev and programming, I was reading a lot, but I think I hit in between 12 and 15 nonfiction books this year, which is pretty good. I feel like it was a very big year of growth. Yeah. But then also like after January 1st, my goal was to develop a game that was published on an app store, mm-hmm. which I mean, we're going to stretch the idea of what an app store is, but I did successfully c- 
create. I created eight games so far this you year. You know, we could so. still put something on an app store and it's have true. it be absolute trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Castle about, Master Faster Blaster. I know. We still yeah. got time. We do have time. Um, now, Kurt, like, do you every year or anytime, like, do you sit, sit down and think about anything that you want to do in the coming year? Like, I think New Year's resolutions are a little tacky, but like, mm-hmm. do you ever have anything like that? Yeah, I, so I've got three things that I can share for the Game Devs Quest audience, two of which I think are awesome, and the third is just, like, my 2018 plans. Okay. So one that I would highly, highly recommend is every year on New Year's Day, I open a letter to myself from the previous New Year's Day. Hmm. And I've only done this for four years now, so I kind of have a time capsule of each year going That's back really to, cool. to 2012 or 2013. The cool thing about it is I try to make it a capture of like what's on my mind and kind of what are some of my hopes and goals for the next year, but then I hide it away. And so then when I open it on New Year's Day, I look back and I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't know what was going to happen this year. It was a big year of change. I was going to move to D.C. Who knows what was going to happen? And now like a lot of these blanks have been filled in by my life, you know, and then I try to write another letter looking forward to the next year saying like, oh, what are the big things that are going to happen? And what am I, what am I interested in? What am I looking forward to? And I also try to capture simple things like what did I do that was really wonderful if I traveled somewhere? What did I buy that I really appreciated? Who did I meet or who, who were the people in my life that really like meant a lot to me that year? So I would really recommend this. I picked it up from a friend who had posted about it on Facebook. That's a really great idea. And and it's great. And I've applied it to a couple other things. Like I, at my 25th birthday, I wrote a letter to 30-year-old Kurt. Uh... And I have no idea what it says. But <laughs> but it was kind of like, hey, don't you dare fuck up these things, you know? <laughs> you bet. You know, so... Um, I would highly recommend that. Just kind of that yearly letter to yourself. There's a lot of opportunity for customization, but if you really do it year after year, you get this wealth of of really cool content. That's great. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so recommend that. Second thing is January, which you may not have heard about. <laughs> oh, it's not pretty drinking. simple. Yeah, not drinking for January. I started these both in the same year, so this is like year four of January. I just think it's a fun way to change things up, especially after a holiday of drinking. Yeah, you can yeah. save a little more money too. And then you really look forward to it February 1st. And you <laughs> and I always treat myself to some really nice piece of whiskey or beer or wine that nice. I've wanted to drink or is like special to me. So I might be in on January now. It's fun. <laughs> that sounds I, like a great idea. I got it from a professor that I had who was who was big into it and we met for drinks and he's like, I can't drink, it's January and I was like, yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> well Joe Rogan did sober November. Oh nice. sober October. Sober October. Sober October. And he cut out weed and alcohol. Whoa. And then not only that, but they did fifteen hot yoga classes, oh, you know, and he ended so, like, up get doing, all the like, toxins. Oh, yeah, wow. he ended up doing 15 in a row, almost, and he's just like, ugh, but then, you know, I don't know, he came away with all these stories about, like, well, I really like weed, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm coming back. Well, that's the thing, I, I don't think I'll ever give up drinking forever, but it right. gives you some refractory time to, like, and think about how to use like, it. What you get out of it, too. Yeah. You know, because some people don't analyze it that way. Totally. But you should be, because it's a freaking like toxin that you consume in your body yeah and that and that and especially in washington dc there's a lot of just Uh, unknown like unconscious consuming of that so like parks and parks and rec when when uh you know the the uh i butchered it but the one woman who like helps run the campaign you know and and wants ben wyatt to run and and she's like, oh, it's Washington, D.C. I'm pretty sure Congress is drunk all the time. It'll fit right in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, so well, what was the third thing? Yeah, the third thing are just two like t- things I have on my sites for 2018. My big goals and dreams, which I'll write about in the letter. Yeah. One of them is that 2018 is going to be a year of comedy. Yeah. Nice. So more open mics. I'm going to take an improv class. I'm Speaking of which, we should get a link to your comedy <laughs> uh, video you have. It's amazing. It's really good for yeah. first time. Yeah, I, I did my first open mic about two weeks ago. So good. I am proud of that, and I want to keep doing it. And I've I been know. writing jokes. I kind of regret that we didn't go to open mic last night, but it's totally fine. I wasn't feeling very well, so yeah, it's all good. Um, but I'm excited for year of comedy. And then the other thing is, is like work career related, which is it's the 2018 midterms. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to try and stay in politics, kind of stay in the resistance to Trump and then just freaking take back the house from nice. the, those, those <laughs> bastards that want to do all kinds of terrible things to your grandma and sister and yourself. And so, yeah, that's kind of my like 2018 vision of making people laugh and then making people cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, what I yeah, got. Yeah. No, that's great. Tears of joy and misery. Yep, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's some great, like, precise goals, actually. I like that. Yeah. Mine haven't been that fleshed out, I guess. I think... Uh... Mine are so small. <laughs> like, I always have small things. Yeah. I... I want to continue reading, obviously, with our book club. I sh- I'm hoping we're still going. So yeah. it'll be 12, 12 months and 12 books. So I don't know. Maybe maybe throw in some of my own books in there on the side. So like 15 books next year or something might be a reachable goal. Yeah. And then, of course, making games. Heck I've been yeah. doing one game a month for this is my third month and I should complete it. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like teetering on like just seeing if I could do the whole year. Yeah, like one game a month. Do it the whole year. Twelve games. Wow. Why not, dude? Set the hard um, goals for yourself, man. So I'm thinking about that. And if you fail, you fail. It doesn't mean that it was like. It's just like. My other thought. My other thought in terms of game games has been a little bit more grand. Like thinking, okay, so last year my goal was to get it on an app store. Well, this year, like maybe I should do just freaking hard. Like, all right, game up on Steam that I'm selling. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Put a goal like make money off of a game yeah. how about pay a bill with some game money yeah you know mm. what i mean like you get that you get that steam money yeah pop it out and you're like this is my phone bill yeah and you that, paid it mm. even if it's one time you met the yeah. goal so um, that's what i'm thinking of real quick while we still got kurt no yeah. offense to you but no, no, no. um what i wanted to ask is oh i totally forgot <laughs> <laughs> i but it's <laughs> Is it about um, politics? No, it's about goals and things like that. Oh, yeah. Um, well, so... How... Kurt... Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry, while I still have it fresh yeah, in my yeah. mind, like, how do you stay motivated in terms of, like, <clears throat> personal things? Like, we were talking about this before in the book club about people who kind of just go through their life sleepily. Yeah. And then maybe they wake up after their, like, midlife crisis, you know, like like Kevin Spacey does in, in American Beauty, where he's just a... But... But how do you kind of keep that drive to, like, keep learning and keep, like, kind of going out of your comfort zone and, hmm. you know, things like that. Like, what is it? And if there's not an easy answer, then just say there's not an easy answer. Well, I think it's all about, let's see. I have, I'm thinking about Anne Frank a lot right now. Right. Because yeah. we just finished that podcast and also we read that book. And she has so many 
things that she's like amazing at that she's done well that she's practiced over time and i think part of what inspires me is knowing amazing people like that and thinking if i want to approach that type of level of like accomplishment in my life not not that i would approach anne frank but if i want to get nearer to those types of people they need to style myself after that yeah and so it is about like constantly learning constantly pushing because you're i'm just not going to get to that spot without those actions so i think i think almost all of my motivation is future-based and wanting to become this like person that I'm really proud of and really look back on my life and I'm like so happy I did those things yeah. you know and it's all about it, it just like doesn't come from standing still right there's just no no person in history that's become really respectable and because they just like did some thinking at 18 and then just coasted <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like everyone's it's like, constantly it's like he says in sapiens that uh history is a thing that a few people make while the rest of us are working yeah <laughs> and that's true and i like not that i want to be one of those few necessarily who's making history and making right. everyone else work but i but, but i at least want to you know like yeah being able to look back on your life and being like i did that i yeah. skydived i went to how many continents have you been on now well, I've been on every continent except for Antarctica. So, so. six continents. Six continents, wow. yeah. Um, which is amazing. Like, yeah. You know, it's like you look back on your life and you can see all these, like, just cool... Th- you, you, I did that. Yeah. yeah. Um, dang, there's another thing I wanted to say, but it just slipped me. I think I also am, and this is, helps being around smart people like both of you, interesting people, is that I'm always, like, on the lookout for ways to improve and I'll like toss something aside that I don't think is working if somebody tells me there's a better way and I and being having like a not a tight grasp on everything you do is is, can be really good I can agree with that um I hate Tim Ferriss sorry how many times have you guys heard that (sighs) at least once but you're gonna quote him Uh, I'm not gonna quote him (laughs) this is what he does every time I hate Tim Ferriss but he had this really good point in one of his books (laughs) most of his points are shit but I will say that his idea about modeling yourself after people like you were saying you know it's like tools of I heard more I heard Arnold Schwarzenegger say it in in his um, interview on The Nerdist where it's like well, I saw successful people doing this, like waking up at 6 a.m. every day. So that's what I did. Yeah. You know, I saw successful people doing this, you know, I don't know, something small, you know, like, I don't know, that guy wrote the, the book Make Your Bed, which I think is like the dumbest fucking example ever of like how to conquer the world. But his reasoning is solid, I guess. I just think it's a dumb fucking example. That's about, a whole book. <laughs> yeah. It's all about how, yeah, I don't know. But the preface is like, if you make your bed in the morning... You've yeah. already taken the first step to achieving your goals for the day. Yeah. You've d- accomplished one thing and it's been five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, I think that's bullshit. Don't make your bed if you don't <laughs> want. But personally, I think it's the biggest waste of time. Do something else. You know what I do when I get out of bed? Make coffee and then I do push-ups. <laughs> like that, that's my morning routine. Um <laughs> is that a, is that a good segue? Oh goodness! Go? Yeah, it's a uh, three fifty nine exactly. So okay, I should probably we could probably let you go. But um, I love the make your bed. Fuck that! Yes. I do push ups. Yeah, <laughs> and I make coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I I it's just a small making your bed. So I know I had been doing that for a little bit, and then I was just like, this is the dumbest. It's so I don't know. And Can then just, then someone at work said, but. The reason you do it is at night when you 
open it up yeah and it's just perfect and you crawl right in you feel really comforted right when you go to bed and i thought fine i'll do this again for one more day and just see what it's like and then that night i lifted up the sheet and i was like this is so nice it's all so made i can <laughs> crawl and since then for the last four months i've been making my bed every day just because really? i was like wow they were right Impressive. my i was like fo- sometimes you focus on the thing that makes you do it regularly and for right. me it wasn't the Oh, now I got started in the morning. It, it was at night when I can go back to my bed and I'm tired and I just like sleep and it huh. feels like it's calm and I can, yeah. I can sleep. And that's, I can understand having control over your environment is like a, as a reason being, I hate though going into a hotel and like the damn things are like, Oh yeah. Oh, so I equate, in. I yeah. equate like a made bed with like discomfort. Yeah. yeah. Like it's tucked in all the yeah. way around the yeah. bed. I pull that right out. Oh like, god! Instantly. Yeah. I don't even wait. I throw, the, <laughs> I throw the top blanket or that garbage piece of thing onto the floor. I'm like, yeah. not using that. <laughs> well, I think the secret is you make your bed, but you don't do it that well. Right, right. You right. just it's all straight, but that's not tucked in anywhere. Yeah, yeah. that would be. <laughs> I make it all straight before I go to bed. <laughs> wait, then you make your bed? No, 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 no. I don't, <laughs> I don't tuck anything in. <laughs> no, but that's the same. No. Okay, well, <laughs> just kidding. Right, maybe well, it is, but Kurt, it was a pleasure having you on. Yeah, Game yeah. Plus. I wish you could stay longer. I know, me too. I know. Me too. We'll finish strong without you. If I'm you a had... big fan. I would follow them on social media, listen to their stuff. <laughs> I love. I mean, a game a month. I'm excited. I'm like a kind of a closet gamer. Yeah. I don't talk about it all the time, but sometimes I get into a game and I just don't let go oh, until God. I've done it i know what you mean. so anytime you have a game that you want me to get addicted to your conquest of right. your conquest of space rangers 2 astounded me back then. <laughs> you remember that game no uh, well, never we'll talk about it later. <laughs> i've told the story on the podcast yeah, already yeah. but but if you had uh one one word of wisdom to leave our uh, our oh, our wow. budding i don't know game developers or otherwise artists doesn't have to be profound just let's say you could give them homework <laughs> Give them a challenge. There you go. Ooh. Challenge Ooh. them. Ooh. And it could be anything. Oh, gosh. It could be, I had an idea of what cooking. to say, and now it's like a challenge. I don't know. Yeah. It could be anything. Me and Taylor challenge each other every week. Yeah. I would say to the Game Devs Quest, I think it's a great community because everyone's focused on developing. Mm-hmm. And that's the best. If If you and your life are focused on developing, you're in a good spot. So I would say my challenge is to take something you're very sure that you believe and you're very confident on and you have like, you're totally righteous about and try to deconstruct it and see if you're wrong. That would be my challenge. That's a really good challenge. That That is good. I put you on the spot and for a moment I felt bad. But after that, here's the middle finger. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, thanks, Kurt. We really appreciate it. Um, there's going to be some more after this, but we're going to say goodbye to our friend, Kurt. So thanks a lot, guys. Uh, we'll see you in a few minutes. All righty. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, guys. So we just uh, said farewell to our friend, Kurt, and uh, we're going to get back in it. Um, you want to keep talking about goals? I don't know what else to say, really, but it sounded like you had some more on your mind, maybe. Um, all right. So... As you might have guessed, you know, with the, the year kind of like wrapping up, um, you know, maybe not you so much, Taylor, but me, I do get really wrapped up in like trying to hone in on some things right at this moment, you know, because look, the weather's not nice. It's not like I'm going to go outside and like play instead, yeah. you know? So, <laughs> yeah. uh, I like to sit inside and I like to contemplate kind of like 
you know, what I'm thinking I might be, be doing throughout the year. And thus, like, that's where the hundred things to do in the year was born. It was just born from this, like, I was like, why set, like, dumb New Year's resolutions that aren't going to accomplish? I'll throw out a list of 100 things. Some of them are very specific. Some of them are very broad. Years ago, when I first started the list, one of my goals, start a podcast. Boom. And here we are. And I remember just like having that list like tacked above my computer monitor on my desk and I would just mark them down, you know, as I was accomplishing them or not accomplishing them. And I could see like there to start a podcast. It's like, I'm sitting here on my computer wondering what I should do. Why don't I research how to do that? Yeah. And, um, you know, like, um, last year on my list of 100 things to do was like learn to code. And like, while I won't say that I'm a proficient coder by any means, like I'm also an order of magnitude better at coding than I was last year. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I like, it kind of feels like I've been in this game dev thing for a really long time, even though I don't want to say that I'm like a well experienced game developer, but it feels like I've been in it for a long time and it hasn't even been a year. Yeah. So like the amount of progress that I've made over the year has felt really good, but I don't want it to stop. And so that's where, like, doing the one game a month thing I think is going to, I don't know, just help me grow a lot more. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Like, like this month, you know, I'm still working on the Jam Factory game. And I actually really like where it's going. It feels very fleshed out and, like, simple. Um, but I thought, like, I, was, I had most of the main mechanic done, like, December 10th. And then now it's like December 29th and I haven't made that much more progress. Yeah. So it can slip away, especially during the holidays. And I forgot how much of a like toll the holidays can take on productivity. Oh God. Yeah. Like I, I've not only have, have I just not been as productive because I'm driving a lot, going to see family, whatever. It's also just like something in the air that's you know i'm like discouraged and i am not it's the weather feeling, you know yeah the weather it's the and fact everything. that you have like eight hours of daylight yeah and it's raining all the time everybody takes a hit man it's called yeah. seasonal affective disorder right i know and uh, whether or not you actually like believe in it like it is a thing yeah. and some people take a huge hit yeah in terms of seasonal depression and uh, while i think I don't usually get depressed around this time of year. In fact, I like being indoors and cozy and yeah. Um, this year, the worst depression I've ever had struck in the summertime before, right before we left for Japan. I remember that. I've never been that way (laughs) ever. And yeah, but, um, yeah. What's, what's something you could do? Let's say for next holiday season, when you're going to be driving a lot and doing all that sort of stuff. What's one thing that you could add to your, like, list of things to do to sort of, like, maybe, I don't know, not necessarily uptake your productivity, but mm-hmm. utilize that drive time to, um, <laughs> utilize that drive time to, uh, you know, serve a greater purpose than simply commuting. And obviously podcasts are a big one, but yeah. is there anything else you could do? You mean, like, 
visiting family and, and making that feel like worthwhile or what do you mean? Exactly? Well, not that visiting family like needs to have like a reason, but I'm saying like, what's something you could do? Let's say you have a weekend trip where you got to go visit yeah. family. What's something that you could do to make yourself feel like you're not losing progress or, you know, is it just simply bringing a textbook with you and thumbing through that? Is it, well, is it listening to podcasts? Is it watching videos? Is it, Working on a smaller project, maybe yeah. keep, you, keep you fresh and frosty. I honestly think budgeting my time for for those kind of things would would really help, um, because you, like I forget that it takes an hour and a half to get to my parents' house and an hour to get to Alia's parents' house, and then you know it's pretty much by the time we spend the whole day there or spend all of our time there, it's like a whole day. Um, for each so it's a lot of time so I think just factoring that in trying to plan around that and even like I wasn't productive but I I took two days off this week yeah and it felt amazing yeah like because I got some recovery time not like saying that seeing family is like a horrible thing or anything but just like it is tiring and oh yeah you know what I mean dude I I tell you what man you know in high school and and a little bit after that, like people continually, like it was, you know, and there, there was a friend of mine who was just always kind of used it against me, but he was like, well, you're just, you're just an outgoing person. You know, you're extroverted and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, dude, more so than ever the last several years, I can't have a conversation without family, without being exhausted afterwards. <laughs> and that's no offense to them. Like sometimes yeah. it's, it, it can be a great conversation. Right. But, man, after the holidays, I'm drained. Well, isn't I'm that... thoroughly exhausted. They say that that's something that um, introverts actually suffer from. Yeah, they say extroverts gain energy yeah. from interaction with people and introverts expend it. Right. And um, I don't know if I've changed, you know, to an introvert exactly because I still, you know, like things like this, like yeah. having you incurred over. Yeah. So, so great. Yeah. Like, and I feel rejuvenated. Right. And, you know, working on the musical and then going out after the musical to dinner and things like that. Like, I feel so revitalized. What is it about family that, like, just drains you? Like, what is it? <laughs> is it know. having to, like, I don't, you know, and we talk about the dynamics of our families all the time. Yeah. But, like, what is it? You know, like your upbringing is different than mine, yet we're both exhausted after family <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, it's tough. I don't. I don't know. Like, is it because our minds are somewhere else? Maybe. Because when we're here, like the you know the three of us a little bit ago, it's like we're fully present and we're fully enjoying yeah. this like time. And time, we just recorded a three-hour podcast almost, and, and time went by in a, just a blink. I know. I think that every time I press record on a podcast, I'm like, yeah. well, get ready to time travel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wake up in an hour and be I like, know. what did we just talk about? Yeah, we all entered like a simultaneous state na, 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 na. Yeah. Um, so crazy. I don't know, but I wonder, too, that maybe it's because we're not around our families so often. It might be different for you, at least with your in-laws, but right like, next door. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for my family, I don't see them that often. Like, you know, maybe an average of like just under once per month or something. Yeah. You know? So, but yeah. It's, and it's maybe also just like 
a certain level of formality that you have to kind of like abide by that's tiring. That wears you know? me out a lot. Like there are definitely topics we should not discuss kind of a thing. And so that could be part of it. Um, I've always felt that I've sort of like withheld like my true self from my family anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to Bailey about this the other day. It's like part of it is because like, I don't know. I have family that goes either way, right? Like, like my dad has never seen me like play a show. Like he's coming really? to see the musicals. Huh. I didn't, but know he's that. never seen me in a band. Yeah. Ever. How many times have your parents seen you? Quite a few. Right. Yeah. Your parents drove us to shows before, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, and same with like Kane, for example, like his dad is like come out to more shows than I can count. Yeah. My mom, too, like, she would go to every single one if I let her, but that's the hard part, right? Is I want my parents to go, but if I tell them both, well, my dad probably would be interested, but I never tell, because it's, like, heavy metal, like, right? I don't want him, like, (laughs) but then my mom, on the other hand, it's like, she would go to every single one. I just stopped telling her about comedy because she kept trying to go see me do comedy before I was ready for anybody to see me. Mm. Like, she showed up one time, and I was, I told them to take me off. I was like, I'm not going. Really? I just wasn't ready. And I had a bunch of jokes about her. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's like, I wasn't... It's hard. It's one of those art forms that... Music, you can get better by just sitting in your house and doing it. But comedy, you have to go and perform. Right. And um, when your jokes aren't ready, man, they aren't ready, but you have no choice but to go and open mic it and and flesh them out. And, um, you know, so I don't know. I'm always torn because it's like... I don't know. I always feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always like withholding something about myself. I feel the same way. Which is weird because I do generally feel like no matter who I'm around, I am just generally an open book in general. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have, you know, secret, like a secret yeah. life that nobody can know about or anything yeah. like that. It's all, I feel like it's all just about like gauging what the people you are around are comfortable with, you know, and... Maybe we don't fully know that with with who we're around. Like, I know my parents are uh, much more conservative and not, like, telling vulgar jokes all the time and stuff like that. So I know kind of how to behave around them. But I've never really, like, pushed the boundaries. So that, And maybe that's part of the... Maybe that's, like, tiring in itself. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to pinpoint because I have a completely different relationship with my dad than I do my mom. Yeah. One is more of a relationship of equals, I guess, at this point. Yeah. And then the other one is much more one-sided. You yeah. know, I mean, I hope she's not listening, but <laughs> I've assumed the adult role in my mine and my mom's relationship for years now. I mean, since I was a kid. I'm always having to think about, like, you know, extend that, like, forethought into her actions for her. Yeah. That's tough, man. And that exhausts me, for sure. Yeah. And you know what else I hate? It's like, I, I, I don't know, one thing I realized, it's like, the guilt, you know? Like, contending with the guilt is a big one. And this is going way off track of game dev, but, <laughs> you know, and maybe, maybe you can relate to this, but... Um, I had a big blowout with my brother recently, and I'm sure he doesn't mind me talking about this on... It was just a text blowout, but it's like... So we have to get together three times, me and Bailey, for Christmas so far. Well, the next time will be tomorrow. 
And so we had Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and now we have Saturday. And we're like, why can't we just do it at Christmas Eve when we're all there? We were all there, but they didn't want to exchange gifts or do any of that type of stuff. And it ended up leading to a big blowout with my brother because there was a lot of stuff lost in translation on text. And he was just like, we're making this so fucking easy for you, dude. Just pick a fucking day that you can do this and blah, 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 blah. And I was so fucking pissed off because he's giving me the same attitude that the other family gives me when I don't want to go do stuff, which is they're just trying to guilt me. Yeah. Well, you know what? If I can't get you to see reason, I'm going to guilt you. The truth is I was already on his side. I was just giving him sarcasm that didn't translate. Oh. And I missed Thanksgiving one year because the day before Thanksgiving, I was supposed to fly to Hawaii and instead I got appendicitis. And I had an emergency surgery. They told me if I had been in there any later, my appendix would have burst. And um, the d- surgeon told me it was the biggest appendix she's ever taken out of somebody. <laughs> and um, my aunt, like, shamed me for not going. I was a day out of the hospital. I'd been at home for, like, eight hours. I couldn't walk to the bathroom without Bailey helping me. Yeah. I couldn't even stand to go pee without her, like, propping me upright. Dang. And they're guilting me about it. And I think that's what it is for me. It's like this, like, guilt about having another life that, like, you know, because back then, the golden age of, like, well, we used to do all of this for family stuff. And remember, we got together every Sunday and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, times are fucking different. Yeah. Get with it. I know. I I do. I think that's a lot of it, too, from all sides of my family. Like, there is this level of guilt if you don't attend something or... You know, and maybe that's why it's so refreshing to hang out with you, you yeah. and Kurt, because it's like we could literally not talk to each other for a year, <laughs> a year. Yeah. And then we start BSing. And what's great about our friendship, all three of us in particular, it's like we don't like live in the past necessarily. Yeah. Like, you know, you and I reminisce a lot. Yeah. Especially about the band stuff oh, and yeah. all that. But but we're not spending our time locked and this one moment in our friendship, it feels like our friendship always picks up kind of like right where it left off and we're getting caught up, but we're also not spending so much time getting caught up in every little deal. Like our friendship just is, it's like in the moment, you know? So we come and hang out and it's refreshing and we're there (laughs) and there's no guilt for not having made a phone call in a year, you know, or whatever it might be. Well, I think there also is kind of this lack of expectations and judgment too, Yeah, where it's like, I don't really, I mean, I know who you are Mm -hmm. and I know how you typically behave, Mm -hmm. but I don't like expect you to be anything. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas like, I think with family and I feel this a lot with my family is like, I've kind of been drawn in this certain way or whatever. And then that's the way I am forever. And then they like kind of control the narrative of you too that way. Right. Where they're Mm -hmm. like. Well, well, Taylor loves that, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I can speak for myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's one thing that really irritated me back in the day. My sister-in-law used to be like, when she had her first kid, she'd hand him around and she'd be like, she'd be like, well, t- just take the baby from Rhett. Like, he hate, like, he just hates it when babies cry. Who told <laughs> her that? Like, what? Like, I love babies. Yeah. But from then on, she painted me in that way. And that was the narrative of Uncle Rhett. <laughs> the uncle who hates crying babies. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not true at all. Right. The truth is I'd only ever held like two babies before then. Yeah. Now I'm a goddamn expert. I can <laughs> juggle babies. You want to watch me try? <laughs> so but, strange, uh, man. It is strange. So what 
I don't know where this is going. <laughs> I was trying to tie it back into game dev, but there's no there's no fluid way to do it. Uh, um, I was just gonna say, could you basically like you know you're kind of saying like manage your time or whatever, but I I, I guess like be productive yeah. for the holidays or family time simply by preparing for that family time ahead of time. Maybe like well, maybe getting in a in a little extra work and knowing yeah. that you're not going to get anything done during that time I is that just as effective? I definitely think that could work. Another another thought to have, um, which would probably be more interesting and beneficial that I hadn't thought of, is getting drunk at all your family events. <laughs> no, that would be a bad thing in, in both of my families. Mine too, but, but. I do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But one thing you could do is is try to utilize that time with your families. Um, prepare some kind of demo. Prepare um, thinking about how you can explain to them what you're actually doing. Because they're like everyday people that aren't game developers. Or they, even gamers. Or even gamers. They want layman's terms completely. But they you probably know? would be very excited for you. Like, did you ever talk to your family about game dev stuff over the holidays? A little bit, but it, it's like I kind of. Did you feel show like them anything you did? That that was the thing that I should have done. I should have come prepared. I tried to kind of show my grandma, but like I brought up Castle Master Faster Blaster on my phone, and it like the resolution is all messed up and uh. stuff. So, um, having maybe having some kind of demo or prototype that you've worked or even like a video like a little portfolio. that you could show them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is like, like kind of, it's kind of a fucked up way to think about it, but that's actually kind of a good idea. Cause then at least like you can, they're like, Oh, Hey, what, what have you been up to? Well, I've been making games and they're like, well, what do you mean? Like my grandma was trying to Let uh, me show you. Yeah. My grandma was like, Oh yeah. Your mom was like trying to explain to me what you're doing. And, I remember back when you were in college and you made that one like animation thing in the cubicle or whatever. I'm like, oh yeah, that animation I made. But she didn't really grasp like how that was made or how games are made or what that even really means. Well, so it's hard to convey anymore how games are made because there is kind of a bunch of different ways. Yeah. You know, it's like, what do you say? Like, it's hard to explain. Yeah, it well, is. I use this program. Or I programmed it from scratch, yeah. like, you know? Yeah. And then it always confused me, like, you know, it's like, I don't know, man. I'm confusing myself now, but... <laughs> yeah, so just, like, maybe practicing, like, a maybe not necessarily a pitch, but just kind of, like, try to, try to describe what you're doing in a way that somebody who doesn't play video games could understand. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing for me. And part, part of the reason why I don't really, like, share anything with my family is, like, I'm not sure that they would really understand. But if I can find a way to show them or, you know, uh, yeah. then then maybe it would be more productive. I don't know. That and create maybe a bring little, a book. Create a little YouTube video of, like, well, family, here's what I've been doing. And then it's, like, a little, like, montage of you, like, painting <laughs> some you know, pixel art or, yeah. like coding you know well honestly that might not be the worst idea to do in any of the projects you do even if it's just for yourself yeah is like kind of a time lapse or like you know do a synopsis of what it took to get this game made each mm -hmm. time you make a game yeah 
um, and Maddie Kins was talking about doing something like that. He would make the game that he's making on stream. He would open source all of the content and code. And then afterwards, he would make like a, a video that describes all of these different steps in a more like instructor-like way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's something that's really been interesting to me lately. And I think I've talked to you about this before, but like my goal, I think, for the next place we live, me and Bailey live, is like I'd re- I want to have like a dedicated full-time studio type thing. That would be cool. A, for my working on, you know game dev or writing or whatever music yeah and i want to be able to have my equipment set up so that okay here i am maybe i'm working on a game and it's like hey oh i just got a really good idea maybe for like a a, a music track in this game or whatever and i can turn around and i can have my microphone set up or my keyboard out and i can hammer away yeah and it's like and i want to have like camera set up so i can do like youtube videos more Going on my friend Jeff Soliam's uh, YouTube show has like really illuminated like how rewarding that is like as a medium, and I've always liked filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to finish our film. I know. I put that on my list. I think that's something for next year we need to do. Yeah, I put that on my list for 2018. <laughs> so, um, God, what year was that? Was that 2016 or 2015 that we made that? Yeah, it was 2016. 2016. Okay, yeah, so we're yeah. not that. Was when did we film it? In the summer? I don't know. I can't even remember. Or it was like February 2016. Maybe, yeah. It's been a while. I'll have to go on my Celtex uh, account and look when we wrote that and stuff. Anyways. Um, Yeah. But, um, and I, yeah, I want to do more video stuff, especially time lapse. Like, and now that I'm into blacksmithing and doing all that stuff. Oh, that would be awesome. So much cool stuff. Like, my favorite Instagrammers right now are blacksmiths, you know? And and, um, anytime I work on my computer, anytime, I want to do more like unboxing videos you know I, I tried to make some unboxing videos for some guitar effects I got and it was like so fun <laughs> you know and I want to do like review videos and stuff and all that so I'd love to have like a dedicated space where it's all set up because right now the biggest block to any of my artistic endeavors is that this is my workstation yeah. and I can't have this out all the time A because the cat and B it looks shitty and my <laughs> wife lives here too you know it's yeah. like she doesn't want to have a mixer and a microphone out all the time like right. I, I mean I'm lucky I get to keep one of my guitars out because otherwise I would just never play. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I pack all my guitars away every time that I'm done using them. And it's anytime I want to play my guitar electric, it's an endeavor. I got to get the amp out. I got to get the guitar out and do all this stuff. And here we go. Now we're playing. Now I got to put it all away. And same yeah. for podcasting with the mics and stuff. Right. It's like, okay, now the mixer goes all back into where it goes. Yeah. Well, I will say, so this is the first time I've ever been in Rhett's house and it's like, how many square feet is it? It's like 450. Yeah, so it's pretty small, but I have to say it's pretty, like, pretty cozy, and um, I don't know, like, it's a rainy day right now. It's just kind of dark, and and, uh, I don't know, it feels really nice being in here. And so this last week, Allie and I, like, on our way up to my in-law's house for Christmas, we started really talking about, like, what's the next step for our future, and, like... Because she's going to be graduating most likely uh, in 2018 with her PhD. And then it's a matter of like her finding a job and stuff. And we like talked about it really in depth, like on the way there. And it was like, we're ready to buy a house kind of a thing. And we were really on board. Like we started looking at houses and not 
in person, but like online yeah. and everything. Zillow and, like, and Craigslist. Yeah, Zillow and, and everything. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, researching like how you go about buying a house and everything. And God, after like doing some research, I got really discouraged. Like we've been saving money for a while and we probably could put a down payment down on a house, but I don't know. It just like, I had these, this really anxious feeling after going through some of it. And then, well, so on top of it, our lease for our apartment, we had, we have kind of this deadline for signing a lease and and getting a bonus basically like some cash back. And so we kind of had to decide like soon whether or not we were going to sign the lease. And man, so we ended up, uh, we ended up today signing the lease. We're going to hold off on buying a house for a little bit, but like being, huh? No harm in that. Yeah. I mean, my thought is maybe by the time that we're, um, Alia gets a, a job, like maybe we'll be ready to buy a house at that point yeah. or, you know, maybe she doesn't like her job and then it's like, okay, well, yeah. no harm done. We didn't buy a house in a place. We're not going to live forever. We'll see. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I was telling you, we're looking at buying a house too. And, and right now Bailey has a job that's, it takes her about an hour to get to work every day. Where does she work again? In Albany. Oh, she does. Okay. Yeah. So it takes her like 50 to an hour, Dang. 50 minutes to an hour every day. And, um, and she's got a very, very, very demanding job right now. And, you know, ultimately, though, it's not necessarily in the field which she wants to work. Like, she's studying public health. Mm-hmm. And granted, it ties into public health just like anything we talk about ties into game <laughs> <laughs> Um But, you know, ultimately, like, it's going to be a little bit harder for her to get work into public health um right away so it's like you know we're talking about buying a house it's like i think we ought to wait you know just because it's like you ain't gonna work in this job forever we've already determined that a year two at maximum then you're gonna like try to get into your chosen profession and what if your chosen profession you get the perfect job but it's somewhere else we're not gonna be locked down to the house you know we ought to so that's kind of where we're at we're gonna rent but we can't stay here very much longer like we're we, this is the longest we've ever stayed in a place in our marriage. I mean, lo- we've only lived in two places married, yeah. but, you know, um, and it's so small. And while I love it, and I think I like it more, you know, because one of my goals is to get rid of a bunch of things. Yeah. Half my wardrobe. I want to get rid of, like, half of my books that I've acquired. I want to clear up some of this clutter over here. You know, it's just such a disaster. And, yeah. uh, and I think once I do that, I'll be a little bit more relieved um, about potentially staying here but yeah living situations always bring up anxiety yeah you know because the status quo is easier to maintain right and um god when we moved to eugene it was really stressful and nothing made me feel better until we actually went out and saw things in real life yeah and once we did it was kind of like all right well we saw a couple places and i think this one's the best so let's just go with it yeah you know and it was that was it well yeah so and, and that's the stressful part about moving for us too is like we we just We've agreed a long time ago, like, we would never do the apartment thing if we could avoid it. And, you know, unfortunately, we're kind of uh, between a rock and a hard place because it's like, well, they're thinking about moving. Oh. Yeah. So, like, this situation might become less stable. Our landlords. And and we just turned down a great house. I was telling you about that before. It's a great house, but just wasn't right, you know, and with all those things changing about the agreement of first and last and deposit and all those things. Well, 
It didn't feel right. So now we have to go kind of out into the open rental market and all this sort of stuff, which is fiercely competitive in uh, Salem right now. So, which is probably where we'd have to live because she doesn't want to live in the district in which she works. It's all screwy, but yeah, it's stressful. 2018's got some big things in store, man. I know. I'm excited for you guys to have her done with school and see what the next chapter uh, is for you guys. I know. I'm excited for Bailey to be done with school, too. (laughs) I can imagine. Although, I've been working on her going and getting her PhD, too. Really? Yeah, I've been trying so hard. When Yana was here, Yana, did I tell you this? No. When Yana was here, you know, because she's working on her PhD in the same field that Bailey is getting her master's in. Oh, okay. And she was like, well, you guys can come move to England and go to school in England. (laughs) And they have this great program and like, you know, it's actually very affordable compared to the US and I was looking at it and it is. It's very affordable. Really? Especially wow. if we lived in England. Yeah. Um Dang. That's crazy. And eh? so I've been I've and Yana sent all the details to yeah. Bailey and she's just like, Stop, we're not moving to England. I'm like, Whatever you say, researching more and sending <laughs> yeah. it to her. You know, so yeah. but now she's actually like, It's not a bad idea, you know, especially if like we're not pregnant yet by then or anything like that. So and Trump's still president. Oh God! <laughs> we don't talk about politics I on know. our show except when yeah. Kurt's here, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> or last week. Our last yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, you sons of bitches! Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, man. There's a lot of change in store, and I kind of like the fact that we signed our lease. Kind of like at least calms things down for me in terms of like I know yeah, yeah. where I'm gonna be. So for you a while. know, yeah, you have like a little bit. Yeah. Of like a a, a a view of like the trailhead per yeah. se. It's like, okay, well, we're here. Right. For a year. It, we So our our lease goes through like end of May 2019. Oh, So it's yeah, quite well, quite a ways away, but. You know, break the lease if you really want it. Yeah, we could. Um, so, but before that, today it was actually, we thought we were going to have to sign our lease through August of 2019. And they said, they were like, oh, do you want a shorter lease? And we're like, yeah. Is Why not a year though? Huh? Why not just a year? Because our, our lease started in 2018 or in uh, August of 2016. And so then every, the first of every year, they offer like this pre early oh, right, right. lease. Okay, signing I see. Kind so of you're thing. early. Okay. So we're early. Yeah. You said that. My bad. But, so, oh man. But it, it, it makes me feel a little more calm about it. And I think for Alia, cause she's been looking for jobs and like getting kind of depressed it kind of takes the pressure off her a little bit, too. Yeah, she's got some time. You know, so... You know, and maybe when she's done with school, too, it's like, I know you're you're ready to sort of tag out, but maybe <laughs> yeah. she could have a little bit of time to, like, yeah, sort it out and figure yeah. out, you know? Exactly. So, that's a fun thing about, like, marriage in general, you know? Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. It's like this just weird thing where it's like, it's like, you just got each other's back. Yeah. You, you know? <laughs> it's so great. Like, yeah. can literally trust Bailey with anything yeah and not feel bad or ashamed about it right maybe i feel bad about like putting more pressure on her than she needs or whatever but well but yeah like if if i lost my job yeah or whatever like it would suck i know but we would be okay yeah at least for a a little while i know and i was telling bailey because you know she's just not super thrilled with her new job but uh you know i was like look it's too much just quit you don't have to find another one just quit I'll cover, I'll, I'll take care of you. Yeah. And she's like, the fucked up part is I know how much you you mean it, but <laughs> which doesn't make my life any easier. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So now she's got to go to work knowing every day that she quit. <laughs> yeah. But here's Taylor and Rhett. 
talking about adult things. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what's a goal for yourself in 2018? I know we talked about some other ones, but like, yeah. what's a lofty goal that you like? You know, that's probably pretty unlikely. Yeah. But like, if if you could work hard every day, you know, to get it, what yeah. would it be? Um, and, I. What were we say? Oh, I was going to say, you know, and it doesn't have to be game dev related, but yeah, I kind of feel like maybe it might be. I think there's probably two sides to this answer. One is game dev related, and that would be to publish a game on Steam, which I already mentioned. That's not lofty. That's I, not aiming high. You don't think so? No. Dude, I think so. The The games that, that we've made so far and that I've made have all basically been jam games. Yeah. And so I would I would want like something much bigger, you know, and like a game game. A game game. Okay. On Steam. Okay, that's different. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking like something maybe maybe in the same realm as like Crashlands or something. Um but maybe not as big. Mhm. So that would be a goal game dev related. Um outside of game dev I I say this to myself all the time, but I never never do anything about it. I I mean I kind of do. I exercise. Yeah. But like one goal that pops up into my head every year probably is to run a marathon. I Okay. <laughs> now I've been thinking about this too. Now, I've also been thinking about this. How difficult do you think it would be to run okay, maybe not even a full marathon, but maybe a half marathon yeah. with like little to no training? And I'm not saying like like I, how I am now yeah. because I think I'm a little too big. Like it'd be too stressful on my joints. Yeah. But if I lost weight, yeah. How easy do you think that would be? I think you could do it. Because yeah. I want to prove a fucking point to people. <laughs> uh, so to put it into a little bit of perspective, um, the longest I've ever ran, <laughs> uh, it must have been like 2012 or 2013 um, when I was working at Garmin. Um, every year Garmin had a team for the Shamrock run in, Mm -hmm. in Portland. And so every, uh, St. Patrick's day they put on the Shamrock run and, and you have different races you can do. There's like 5k, 8k, 10k and 15k. And I was a runner growing up. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm doing 15k. And I don't know what that equates to in miles, probably close to 10. I don't know. Yeah, sure. uh, probably around there. Yeah. Um, be, maybe a little less. I mean, what? 3.2 miles is five. So it'd be so 9.6. Like 9. But it'd be more than that. It'd be like 9.7 or 8. Okay. So yeah, like in between 9 and 10 miles. So I like signed up for it probably in like December. And then I didn't do, I might have gone on like three runs between mm-hmm. then and when I actually did it. And I ran the whole thing. It was garbage. I I couldn't walk for three weeks after I was done, do you but think I did it, it. Do you think it's because of your cool down? I'm wondering if, um, like, I'm wondering if you do, it, like, okay, with little to no training, yeah. and if you do everything right, like, you know, you, like, warm up right, you cool down right. I mean, that I'm not... Been, I'm that not, definitely could have been part of it. I will say, though, by the time I crossed the finish line, I could not have done a cool down. So um, I think there... I you were think exhausted. I was exhausted. I think... How that, hard were you running, though? Not you? not hard. Okay. I was probably running like ten minute miles okay. or something. I don't even remember what my time was, but it was definitely 
One of Eddie Izzard's first hour. marathons, he ran with like little to no training, and then he did twenty-seven marathons in twenty-seven days. Oh in my South Africa. god! Seriously? Yeah, or maybe it was like thirty days, but yeah, he like he accomplished his marathon goal, and you know, granted, he has like resources and like yeah, doctors and sure. stuff because otherwise he would have had to stop for medical setbacks right away. Yeah. Because he was, like, not hydrating properly, and they couldn't figure it out. But it was because he was literally just not drinking enough water. So, um, I don't know. I, I've always wanted to do that, and I really want to I really want to set the record straight for a couple of people who <laughs> irritate me. Rhett has a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I've always thought, like, doing a half marathon is something that is definitely feasible. But it's definitely, like, out of my reach at this point in time. Maybe we should so, sign up for one together game devs quest status. oh god it, yeah because i want to do one but i have no like i have no motivation to yeah you know what i mean and it's like you know it's funny like last week or whatever i was like you know what i ought to do i ought to hit the jump rope and yeah. i was like i'm gonna do it tomorrow and then that day i freaking like came down like really sick and i was like well it's a sign should never <laughs> think about exercising you know like yeah but i do want to you know get a little bit more active and i th- yeah I've always wanted to run a marathon and I, th- I honestly think most, not most people, but I think a lot of people who are in reasonable physical capacity Could. and, you know, youthful yeah. can run a marathon with little to no training. Yeah. I th- Maybe you screw yourself up big time, but as I bet you, if you wear the right shoes and you warm up, cool down properly. <laughs> well, I was, so this must've been like eight months ago or something. I was reading about how to properly train for a marathon mm-hmm. and I mean... They train, like, pretty hard. Yeah. But they never do anywhere close to the marathon. No. Miles. And why would you? Yeah. It, basically, they said, like, if you... I think it was, like, if you run more than 10 miles for a training session... You're hurting yourself more. Yeah, you might as well not. Like, once you're running that and you can sustain 10 miles, yeah, you can do 26. You just have to, like, let it, let it happen. I was reading about a study, too, that said, you know, for example, like, you can uh, really increase your peak oxygen level, whatever measurement, um, by doing high-intensity, like, interval uh, running, but it's way less often than you think. It's, like, over the course of, like, eight weeks or ten weeks or something, if you do 24 sessions of that, which is not very much, it's, like, less than half, like... You know, so it's like you do those, but you, your body needs the rest periods just yeah, as much as it right. needs workout. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. I, I'm, we should think yeah, about this. We should this. talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> At least a half marathon or whatever. Like, yeah. I think I could, I could definitely train enough to do it, but I'm interested in what it would take. You know, I'd want to be a little bit more active, but I don't want to become one of these like douchebags at the gym that I see all the time that I just want to punch in the dick. You know, <laughs> nothing yeah. irritates me more than like, people who can't shut the fuck up about being vegan or shut the fuck up about going to the gym. It's like, we get it. You're fucking healthy. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's something like we need in general, we being me and Alia, we're trying to, uh, be more health conscious and like, yeah, go to the gym more often. And she's actually been really good. She's been going like twice a day to the gym. Oh, wow. She runs in the morning and then she does weights in the evening. Wow. That's baller. Yeah. Uh, I don't so. do anything but planks and push-ups <laughs> yeah. right yeah, I now. I mean, that's really, that's still better than nothing. And planks are really good for your body. Yeah. So. I know. I'm uh, thinking about trying yoga, too, for the first time. You should. Have I, you ever done it? I've done a little bit of it, and it's really hard, actually. Yeah. I'm not flexible at all. And that's something, like, if I want to live 
a long and happier yeah, life, life, I really need to start becoming more flexible. I'm just lazy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, maybe we should make that a goal too. We'll sign up yeah. for like some yoga. yoga. <laughs> maybe not like the same class, yeah. but we can do it. We can do remember sometime. I think I remember an episode I listened to a while back where I was talking about yoga with Adrienne, dude. Do you remember that? Is oh, that yeah, yeah, because I was talking about putting it up on my TV. Yeah, and dude. Yoga, yeah. We should just do some yoga with Adrian. Heck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, man, uh, we're right at about an hour. Dang, that went by quick. Yeah. Time travel. Time travel. We didn't, we didn't talk a lot about game dev. but No, we, we didn't. But... I will say, hey, um, we talked about this a little bit, but I picked up Rocket League, um, which has been so you, fun. You've been playing it? Yeah, I've been playing God, just single it's player. So fun. It's so hilarious. Single it's, player is hard, dude. Like it, 1v1? Uh, 3v3 is what I Oh, okay, doing. cool. Sorry, yeah. Like, oh, but like bots? Yeah, bots. Oh, okay, cool, cool. So I have been so I did a whole like season of nine games or whatever yeah. on Rookie. Yeah. And it I my team, we went 11-0. Like, oh, it was yeah. so easy. And I, I figured out like this trick where you like just, you just drive really fast, especially if you're straight on, you drive really fast and then you let up like right at the last part. Yeah. It's like guaranteed goal. But oh, the funny yeah. thing is, I did that on Rookie, and, like, there were several times when I was down with, like, 40 seconds left, and then I won, like, 5-1 to one because I did that back-to-back. <laughs> yeah. But then I, I went up to, like, the next highest difficulty, or the next difficulty, difficulty, and everybody did the same thing and blocked me out, so um, it's a lot harder. <laughs> John Finkley just texted me. May I have your address, sir? Oh, he asked the same thing for me, too. He's engaged now. I See, I figured, but yeah. Um, yeah, so well, very cool. We'll have to play some Rocket League. We can yep. just queue up. If we can get two people, we can do some, or if we can get one other person, you, me, yeah. and Jason could do, we can do two V2s. Yeah. And just rotate teams. Jason's very good. Super Chicken said he had it. Yeah, he does. So. That'd be fun. Yeah, we should. Um, but yeah, otherwise, uh, picked up a couple other games. I got Prison Architect, which yeah, I have. My brother bought me like six games the other day. Really? Like, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, he bought me that uh, Shadow Tactics one. Remember? Oh, really? It looks so oh, dope. dude, yeah, yeah. That game looks awesome. And Tyranny. Oh, looks really oh yeah, good. Tyranny looks good, too. Uh, you got an SSD, finally. I know. We're rocking it That's right now. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Oh, God, I booted up this morning. It's like... Instant? It, it is, dude. Yeah. It's instant. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Are you glad you got it? Yeah, I am. Good. Um... And it's cool because I, I mean, it's, it was so easy to just, yeah. the slides open, put it in, plugs in. Yeah. yeah. So I've got an external now with my other stuff on it. Yep. Um, well, cool, man. This has been a great year. Uh, let's close it up by talking about yeah. our favorite moment, game devs quest moment <laughs> from this year. Ah, oh, dude. Do you have a favorite memory, topic of conversation? <laughs> so, okay. So here's the crazy thing. We started. Your favorite challenge? Ooh. We started know. what? I know that it's so, not a whole year yet, but. But yeah, we started back in like March or I think we started recording February, in February. March, yeah. So we're coming up on a year. Once we have 52 episodes, it'll have been exactly a year because we've right. released every week, right? Have we missed Near, a week? Mm, I think we have released every week. Yeah. But Even we've if gone we're through late. our burnt, we burnt through our banks and we had some where they're multi part episodes. That, yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So, well, so, once the episode, episode number, number is 52. Yeah. But yeah, like, so I went back a little while ago and I wanted to re-listen to all of our podcasts and i was like holy crap dude we have if i did that i would have to invest over 40 hours <laughs> i've done that for dual taints have I've you gone and listened to them all yeah well so i listened I was, along i was with... harvesting for comedy material though oh, okay so i had like a goal i listen along with us so every week 
I don't. I, I, I should, but I want to make sure that the episodes like sound sound right, like nothing happened well, with them or whatever. I want to make sure too. I I've so, come to the point though. It's a little easier now that I only edit one podcast, but um, I got to the point where it's I well, I trust the equipment did its job. Yeah, and I'm check. I'll spot check the whole thing, and plus I got it spot check to write the synopsis, you know, in the show notes. But yeah, yeah, but, favorite moments, man. Oh my god, I don't know. Okay. Um, I can't even believe that we've done this yeah. this whole year. <laughs> For one, I played Abzu because of this podcast, and Abzu mm. was like absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, I uh, I did spend a lot more time like analyzing games. Yeah. You know, and so I played some ones that I wouldn't normally play. Right. Um, favorite conversation though, man. I I don't <laughs> know. I always kind of tie back into like our a lot of our conversations on stoicism and yeah, have been some of like the more life-changing ones for me because i don't meditate every day but i do meditate quite often you know yeah at least every couple days that's good and it's so helpful it's so helpful yeah, totally um, um yeah it's hard dude i yeah, don't know i, I actually to. i will say so i enjoyed talking about this and i also enjoyed listening to last week's episode when we actually finally like just didn't even disguise it. We like Spilled went like straight into politics. politics. That was pretty fun for me. Yeah. Um, oh, dude. Hopefully ha- everybody agrees. <laughs> <laughs> right. But also, like, honestly, having some of the the points that I've really enjoyed is having people on the show. Yeah. I really ha- had fun with Rock Song. I was going to say, um, I love taking you to do VR. That was probably my, yeah, the peak for Jeff, me. With Jeff, dude. Yeah. That was so fun. And, uh, even though uh, you totally John. cheated and did VR all day <laughs> before. Dude, who's to blame, though? Like, VR is awesome. I think Nibs I, is to blame. Yeah, <laughs> freaking Nibs. Um, but yeah, and then having having Roxam on and John on. Yeah, John on. Which I hope we get to have him on again, because he was, he was hoping to talk about some stuff. Um, yeah. Just about yearly goals, like we've already sort of discussed. Yeah. So that'd be fun if we can get him on here in the next next bit sometime. Yeah, and honestly, like, some of my favorite moments have just been... Uh, game jams and and everything there. So, hey, hey. hey. hey Bailey, we're just, wrap, <laughs> we're just wrapping up the podcast. Yeah. I'm gonna run next to real quick. No problem. Um, so yeah, I'll say highlight for me definitely taking you to do VR. That was yeah. that was that a was highlight. Fun. Um, Dude, in a weird, kind of like sadistic way, one of my favorite moments. Uh, well, okay. Discounting Japan. Oh, God. I forgot recording a <laughs> yeah. podcast in Japan. In Japan. That was amazing. Oh. But, uh, dis- not, not counting that. Uh, honestly, the freaking Iceberg game, dude. So dope. <laughs> I, I, I played it again the other day. Oh. Uh, like, it's epic. Well, it was so sobering. Yeah. Like, just... <laughs> realizing how much we didn't know yeah like oh we're gonna make a game and we know enough to make a game and it literally was just like 15 little tiny animations stitched together yeah and it it was so hard you know but now like i could make i feel he gem factory game looks dope thanks dude it's it's getting there. Too. And your other one, dude, the other game. What, what's the harvest? Sundrop Vale. Sundrop Vale. <laughs> so cool, dude. Yeah. I love the premise. Yeah, I did too. It was a lot of fun. And yeah, so like, I can't believe how much growth we've had over the years. Over the year. Yeah. 
And uh, man, if we continue on through next year and, and keep it up, I think it's just going to be very fruitful. Yeah. So I've got a lot of artistic goals for next year. Yeah. And maybe I'm spreading myself out too much, but there's been something about doing this podcast and working on games, learning to code. It's like, I, I remember like when I was learning to code and trying to study Japanese at the same time, dude, my brain felt like just like filled like so good though yeah you know you feel you feel like so productive and like your life has meaning yeah <laughs> i i have a lot of artistic goals and and they all stemmed from this podcast which was like sort of like a reawakening for me like yeah. in so many you know it's like i want to finally like i want to write and record a new album yeah i want to freaking finish a book i want to like i want to actually sell some stories yeah and then i want to like freaking make some games you know it's no, like dude. Uh, like I keep, I keep like, just, I don't know. I'm so, I'm so excited for this next year. Me too. And it's hard. It's hard to stay on target, you know, especially know. like when you're in the thick of it, but I got some good feelings. Yeah. So I think one of our first goals for the beginning of 2018 should be OMG jam three. <laughs> yeah. We need to January, maybe February. Yeah. January or February. You can do like a president's day themed one (laughs) (laughs) um we'll talk about that that's gonna be uh challenge to us this week yep all right let's plan let's plan omg jam three all right so um we got a week left and no we don't we've got a weekend left in this year but let's try and uh figure it out before we record next week that's our challenge yeah also you guys have probably noticed um we're talking about things that are much more current because we burn through our yeah. our bank. We're completely live. Whenever you guys yeah. get an episode, it was recorded probably two or three days before it airs. So. Yeah. I would like to get a couple non-specific ones banked. Yeah. Maybe we could talk about something and okay. and then yeah, that way we have case. them just in case. Yeah. We missed last week. I was sick last week. We took so. like a couple, several week hiatuses after yeah. Japan. Yeah. That, so that too. It's helpful. But it's nice to be back on track. It's nice to be present with you guys. Right. And uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in, and we appreciate you guys uh, bringing on the new year with us, because as you listen to this, it is January 1st. Um, So we think it's been a very great year, productive year, and uh, we hope that you guys have hopefully found a spark for game dev somewhere out there, or any artistic pursuit. And uh, if you guys want to share any of those stories with us, just shoot us an email over at uh, gdq at airpodcast.com. You can uh, follow along conversation on Twitter at Game Devs Quest. We're posting uh, daily Game Devs Quest challenges, um, and on our Discord, which and on the Discord. Which, which, uh, if you guys would like to join Discord, we got a bunch of enthusiastic people over there um, doing conversation. Uh, you know what? I've totally forgot to check. Was if anybody? I totally <laughs> said. If I don't think any... anyone did. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I think they said they they second and third that and all that stuff. Ah, uh, but. Um, but if you guys want to join the discord, uh, hit us up on Twitter, you can private message us or email us or whatever it might be. And we'll, we'll get you that link. Uh, bef- you know, maybe we'll figure out a permanent link someday and we can just figure that out. Yeah. We can just do one of those like, like butterscotch does. Yeah. Bit.ly forward slash yeah. BSID or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> scotch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is, yeah. but, um, yeah, guys, um, Drink, you know, tip one out for 2017 and, and, and make 2018 better. Hell yeah. Let's do it. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks for, uh, 
<laughs> I don't know. Thanks for everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm Rhett. I'm Taylor. Cute that music. Oh, yeah.